This is the Acting Up Podcast with your host, Allie Goodman. Hey friends, welcome to the Acting Up with Allie Goodman podcast a backstage pass to the life of a professional working actor and mom raising a kid with special needs. Part two of Crap, I'm a Racist, Now What? with Tanya Richard. I'm very excited to bring this uh, episode back so that you can finish it up and hear the conclusion of our conversation, which weirdly enough doesn't really feel like a conclusion because we have so much more to talk about and not necessarily all on this subject, but just in general. I I mentioned in the last episode that originally I had brought Tanya on because I, of course, wanted to talk about her podcast and I wanted to talk about her journey. But one of the main points that I really wanted to get into and the reason that she popped up in my head as one of the people I really wanted to bring on was to talk about her experience as being a mom and working in theater and working in this business and how she's navigated those experiences. And as I said before, (laughs) our meeting was so perfect for my idea of bringing her on to interview her for this podcast and then we never talked about any of that so I still think that there's so much more to discuss there's so much there's just so much information that Tanya has and so much good work that she's doing and helping us all to see and do work too and I would love to bring her back so uh, we've scheduled a time to do that but I'm excited for you to hear the conclusion of our discussion and start that fairly soon next week i'll pop back in doing a solo episode and i'm not sure if we will have another interview right after that my short-term goal is to try to do every other week as an interview week or you know depending on how long the discussion goes if it has to be a two-parter i could have given you this entire episode as one episode, but I felt like 90 minutes was a lot. And you're used to hearing about 30 minutes from me. So I thought pushing it to close to an hour was even a lot. So I try to keep these episodes when I do interviews about 60 minutes or less. And if they're going to go over, I'm just going to split them into two. And that's just the way that I will do it from now on. And hopefully that's okay with all y'all. And if you don't like that, please let me know. I would love to hear from you always. You can always send me comments on Podbean or you can find me on the social medias uh, on Instagram or on Facebook at Allie Real to Real, A-L-I-R-E-A-L-T-O-R-E-E-L. I'm on Facebook and on Instagram. And if you want to find me on Twitter and talk to me there, it's at Allie, A-L-I underscore Goodman. And if you so desperately would love to find me on Podbean and become a follower because you can follow me there too. The website is www.actinguppodcast.com and you can leave comments there and you can become a follower there. So any of those platforms are open for discussion, commentary, whatever you like. I love having feedback and I love communicating with all of you. And of course, you can always rate and review the podcast on iTunes. And we love that because more people will find it. So here we go with part two, the we're now conclusion of uh, my interview with Tanya. And I hope you enjoy it. And thanks for listening, friends. 
So, all right, all right. So now let's take it out of the realm of I have a child, yeah. my child, yeah. who I have some control over sure. and things that I can then step in and do. Yes. What, what do you do when you have a child who is not your child? Yeah. Okay. And you experience something or just another person. Sure. I, well, um, I wouldn't say another person because they should, if it's an adult, they should be responsible for themselves and yeah. I can step in and say something. But when it's somebody else's child, sure. you don't want to like discipline someone else's kid. Right. How do you handle this? So I'll give you the, the situation. I don't right. think I told you about this. So we were at therapy, different therapy, really quickly. And I was just there waiting. Jackson was in getting therapy, and I was in talking to some of the other people. One of the, the nannies was there, and we were just chatting. And so the little girl was getting her therapy done, and uh, they were playing with, uh, like, a little schoolhouse or whatever, you know, with, like, little, little people or whatever. And, I mean, she's not a kid that talks very much. She's six or mm-hmm. seven. She's in first grade. Uh, I Clearly, she has more issues than just her... Uh, her physical, uh, she has braces on her legs, but it's more than that. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what it is, but she's clearly verbal and goes to school and has a whole, you know, so it wasn't anything that was so, you know, it's not like Jackson where, you know, he's clearly in special needs all the time. Mm -hmm. So we're talking and out of nowhere she makes this comment. She says, where's the sign? And we're like, what's she talking about? She's like, where's the sign? And and we're looking, we're like, there's a little, there's a sign right there on the school. It's a school. And she's like, no, not that sign. Do you know where this is going? I am so You're so afraid, afraid of where this is going. Can't wait. Yeah, can't wait, right? And I go, I go, and, and we're looking at her. I'm not saying anything. She's not my kid. You know, I barely know her. And she goes, the sign that says, that says whites only. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you're laughing because I can't. <laughs> I, I wanted to die. I wanted to die so. Was the mom there? No, it was the nanny. Who was there? What was the nanny white? Oh yeah, <laughs> we were all white in that room. Okay, but 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 I, I've oh. never been so mortified <laughs> in a situation that I couldn't fix ever. So like, what did the nanny say? So well, we all just sort of looked at her. And now, and here's the thing: the therapist has known her family for a very long time, uh-huh. so it's like okay, fine, whatever. The nanny and I looked at each other, and I thought, did I? Her right, because this is where I go first. I'm like, I must have missed well, her. Well, I like, know. You know, and that's how come so much, so much gets not um, addressed because people go into shock. Go into shock, yeah. right? And that's I literally went into shock. Yeah, I looked at her, I looked at the other therapist. We all looked at each other, and I, I think one of them asked her to repeat it sure. because we wanted to make yeah. sure we got yeah. what she said. And she said, Yeah, the sign that, that, that says that. And so I think the therapist she caught her composure and she said, well, where did you hear about that? Yeah. And she kind of didn't say anything. And so then the nanny said, well, did you did you hear about that at school? And I don't know the family, so I'm thinking, is the family right. feeding this information? Yeah. Like, what is going on here? And uh, she said, yeah. And I'm thinking, well, when did they talk about this? That she, this, this wasn't during, like, Black History Month or anything mm-hmm. where you would think whatever. And we're sitting here going, like, why is this coming up and where is this coming yeah. from? Yeah. And so we're trying to get it out of her but, like, not make her – like not stress her out about sure. it, you know, like trying to get the information, but also it's a teaching moment where you're not the parent and you're like, how do I do this? So I'm sitting here just listening and watching <laughs> this whole thing go down and they're trying to get in there and she's still playing. Like it's mm-hmm. no big deal. And she's like, yeah, because the, the white people go here and the black people go there and they're not in the same place. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this mm-hmm. is what you learned. And, and I, See, this is the beauty of it though. For all you know, she watched Hidden Figures. 
Sure. Which maybe. explicitly has a scene where Kevin, Co- you know, the white hero, Kevin Costner, comes right. in and hits up the, 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 yeah, yeah, the, the, the sign, sign, white's only bathroom. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Like, right. So it could also just be that. So the, the exploration and finding out at the where root is from. a good thing. Well, I think they finally got it out of her that it came from school. But okay. they don't know why or how. Yeah. So, and again, she's six. Six. Yeah. And so then when she was, they were gone, the therapists and I were talking, and I was like, I don't. I don't know what to do in a situation like that yeah. because I'm so that it's one thing that she said it around what was technically a safe space, but what if she said that in a place that was not? Like what what happens when you bring that up and you've now offended a? I mean, she offended people, but it, like she could have offended a whole group of people, not knowing or maybe knowing or maybe not being taught properly or when are they teaching this or is art? I guess my question is. At what age are we appropriately teaching what? Because this is important information. Yeah. And needs to come out. But, yes. like, how? So here's the thing. Yeah. It's teachable moments. Yes. I get that question frequently from white parents who are like, I don't want to become, like, obsessive or crazy around it. And so should I pick and choose opportunities? I'm like, look, unless you have a KKK shrine, you probably aren't going to have that many moments where you can really dive into a conversation right. about race. Therefore... You have to take all the teachable moments you get, yeah, right? And because yeah. really, what the subtext is that is that I'd like to avoid it at all costs. So please give me permission. Oh yeah. To avoid, right? Right. So in this case, though, the other part of it is this is you know, Adult Swim, and what I mean by that. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Is there's the kid in the room and the adults in the room. Yeah. And the kid is just the manifestation of the adults. Yes. So this is on the adults. For you guys, as you did, to talk about, for the therapist who should then talk to the parents. I, and I hope she did. Yes. And inquire, not accuse. Um, and then this, I also think, is where some sort of standards are necessary sure. if people want to have them in place. So say the therapist went to the parents and said, little Lucy said, I've decided her name is Lucy. Perfect. Um, Little Lucy said, blah, blah, blah. And the parents were like, right on, right? Yeah. Then you have a conversation with people in charge about whether this is the environment for this family. Right. Now, that gets into all sorts of issues, and maybe there's no control over that, right? But you certainly then can also create possible consequences if, say, it continues to happen. Or ongoing conversations with the parents about how this is not a culture that you are trying to create in this organization, so on and so forth, right? Right on. Um, I think the sort of assessing and trying to get information from the child is totally appropriate. you can't, you know, again, yes, I appreciate that you're, you aren't necessarily trying to swoop in, but that, that um, what are they called? The, um, her therapist mm-hmm. could um, be like, well, you know, um, I, I think everyone, it should be together. And um, blah, 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 whatever. And I think, yeah, she navigated it very, very well. Right. And that is the way to do it. And then you take it outside and you go to the adults. To parents, okay. And that happens a lot in schools where parents now are sort of, in a way, doing a disservice because they're kind of feeding their children with, like, these are the things you should say and you should be the upstander, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But really what we need to tell kids is you need to tell an adult. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we can barely do it. <laughs> so why are we asking that? Right, 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 exactly. Right? So it's the chain of command. Yeah. It's consequences in place. It's standards established. That's how you sort of... Um, and, and the kids are just reflections and information. Right. And I think that's how it, get, how it gets hard because... You know, I mean, the kids had to learn it from somewhere. Yeah. So, so where do you? Yeah, exactly. Where do you navigate that? And I, I agree with you. Like, and I think I there's parents, a so. there's a degree of like, um, we feel like, oh my gosh, if say some other parent who's in the room thought they needed to swoop in and like tell this girl what for. Oh yeah. And somehow feels like that takes care of it. Well, clearly it doesn't because if it happened once, it happens again. Yes, different people will hear it. Right. Yes, another child could hear it. So it has to be dealt with on a larger scale right so we're not it's not we're not pulling weeds here right it's like yeah. at least we're not getting at the roots when we think we're just like we took care of it it's gone you know and again like you know what what I think is so confusing about the whole thing is did she was there more to this to the lesson that she didn't learn and was that even a lesson she should have been learning at this age do you know what I mean <sighs> if it was something they taught, oh, taught in school. like about segregation yes at what point are we? How do we make clear that 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 that, that, that let's let's end the lesson with and now things are better because we don't have this or shouldn't have had that or that's terrible or do you know what I mean? Like, did I she do. catch that piece or did she? Well, just and that's the thing the you can't control. Yeah, I mean, exactly. it reminds me of a story with Bill and my stepdaughter um, years ago. Bill was downtown with the kids and they saw a homeless person and they just got into a conversation of, of yes, of course. You can give the homeless person money. But, and I think they did. But Bill also talked about how sometimes it's good to give to certain organizations, mm-hmm. perhaps, because you're not always sure what the person will do with the money and addiction and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So he was just kind of doing a big picture view. I'm sure they, you know, he gave them money to give to the homeless person anyways. Um, later, so it was a real teachable moment for Bill, sure. right? Or so it felt. Later, they get back home, and Bill's like, oh, why don't you tell Tanya about the conversation we had when we, you know, gave the homeless person money? And all Nora remembered from it was like, oh, Daddy said we don't give those people money. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no. And Bill's like, no, I didn't. I this is what I said. Do you know what I mean? It's like one of our favorite stories. Oh, my stories. gosh, that's great. But it's like, because we never know what the yeah. hell kids actually hear what we're saying. Yeah. And we could just be so all-encompassing and all, sure. and it's just like they only get the this piece. So um, that that again isn't as much what matters is if the standards, the consequences, the conversations amongst adults are yeah. being um, are being activated. Right. And you know, I also love the idea that you're like we have to stop being afraid to dive into these conversations yeah. and have them when they when they happen. When and they because, happen. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, because there is no other time. If something s- presents itself, you have to take it. It's the same thing with Jackson, too. I yeah. find that, you know, in his situation, it's like if, if, if someone has a question or somebody wants to know something, John, John is great about this. He will never shy away from a, an opportunity to bring it up. If we're at a park and kids are talking to him, he jumps right yeah. in and says something because he doesn't want them to feel uncomfortable. Right. And yeah, there's going to be a moment of uncomfortable. Like yeah. he's, he's not going to respond to you because he has autism and he's, you know, yeah. this is how it is. Yeah. And he doesn't have a lot of words, yeah. but you know, absolutely. If you want to play, you know, 
this right. is a way to do it. He'll right. just jump right in. Yeah. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. It's funny, the kids tend to handle it a lot better Much than better. the parents ever oh do. Oh my gosh. Because people get like, you see the, mo- I mean, you see it. Yeah. You see, the, you see yeah. if it's a shock moment or like the yeah. stiffening or the, can I ask questions? How does how's this going to affect that? You know, right and, it's, and it happen, it's such an interesting thing. Yeah. I was going to ask you about the uh, equity, inclusion, and diversity. Is it specifically race? Or does, is it inclusion of all? No, it is all inclusive. So uh, recently I, I, I wore a t-shirt that I love. It's like, why be um, something along that? Why be racist, transphobic, homophobic, and all the other icks, whatever, um, when you can just be quiet, right? Oh, and, I saw uh, that yes. shirt. That's great. And so, yes. Uh, and there's a couple, some people call it DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion. Mm. Some people call it equity, diversity, and inclusion. I like to call it EDI. Or sometimes people just say diversity and inclusion, but it is all inclusive. It just what, what the problem is is when you muddy the waters right. in the sense that it's very important to stay in the lane you are focusing on. So if you are focusing on race, it's very important not to let gender hijack the conversation. Gotcha. Uh, or. Um, you know, power dynamics between, you know, um, sexism, you know, because that's how conversations about race get hijacked. Sure. Now, conversely, if you're talking about gender, you have to talk about race. You have to do the intersectionality. Yes. So it doesn't apply in the other right. way. Right, but, yeah. but race talk has to be purely about race. Right on. Um, otherwise it gets hijacked. Otherwise it gets back burned Bernard. Yeah. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it's it's ninja like in terms of how it happens. Well, sure. Um, we hear about it with you know uh, white tears when a, a person of color, a black person, expresses a concern with a white person, and they either start to cry, which hijacks the conversation yeah. and makes it about them, or they say, "Well, but but my experience as a woman is just like this, that, or the other." And it's not yeah, because yeah. that you don't have the added fact that you are black or a person of color. Well, and, and it is such an interesting thing. I'll never forget this. And I, you've heard it your whole life. I, I well, being being a racist. <laughs> being a racist. Yeah, just being a racist. Yeah. I've you know, I'm now learning and seeing things, but. Uh, the idea, I remember when this came up in the theater world, in our mm. theater community, yeah. where exactly what you said, the race thing, uh, the race thing, that sounds so terrible, but like the race conversation was <laughs> yes. happening. Yep. On top of the fact that the you know queer and gender conversation was happening, on top of the fact that, it, and it was all about this inclusion yes. thing and where's the intersectionality and whatever. And yes. I don't remember who said it. It was not someone of color who said this. It was, it might have been Molly Brennan. Mm. Yes. Who's, you know. Amazing. Badass. Amazing. She terrifies me. She, she <laughs> is amazing. Yes. She's terrifying. <laughs> Love her, but yes. She said it's not, oh, it was about, I know what it was. It was about um, queer roles. Uh, it was about roles. Are we, you know, you know, queer people taking, you know, gay roles or not? And then, um, you know, black roles, what, you know, all the, the, the roles and who's getting what. <laughs> and she said, it's not like I, uh, I can do, you know, this or that. She's like, but it's not like someone of color can unzip their skin at night and go to bed. Yeah, right. And I had never heard it put that way. Yeah. And I thought, holy, like, yeah. we don't think about that. Yeah. Because exactly what you said, everything becomes equal as far as what's 
a pro- like a problem or marginalization or whatever, and it's not. It's not equal. And it's, it's the not. biggest issue around white feminism. Ah, yes, yes. Right? Yes. So the biggest issue is, and I don't say feminist. I'm, white feminism is a very specific thing. Yes. And it's about um, the confusion and inability to be intersectional. Mm. That's white feminism, right? That's not feminism. Right. No, I know Feminism exactly. has to be intersectional. So um, that that happens a lot. Yes. And those conversations. Another place where intersectionality has a really hard time living is in, like, mom groups. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me right? about it. Facebook mom groups. Oh God, Forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, they're They terrible. shut down. Oh. The minute anybody tries. Well, to, to introduce intersectionality. It's my fa- my favorite thing <laughs> in the world yeah. is especially where I live. And no offense to ever no offense to all of the white women where I live, okay? <laughs> when you get in there, folks, yeah. and you say things like Ooh, like there were like there there've been there've been a few car thefts or oh, you know, shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, we love into, those. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love those. And we know exactly yeah. What the implication is? Yeah. Oh well, the police have been saying that some kids from the South Side. Oh fuck! I'm yeah. not joking. And oh yeah. I mean, and it's like it's the worst. It's so awful, and mm-hmm. nobody thinks that they're being racist. No, and you're being it, racist. And then what happens is, as soon as anybody were to call that out, oh, there's white tears. Yep. There's hysteria. Yep. And then there's we need to put this Facebook group on hiatus. On hiatus. <laughs> or or we need to close the comments on this. Close the disable yeah, the comments. Disable the comments. And yeah. it's it's upsetting. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I yeah, I'm I mean, again, like I can only do as much of my part as I can do. Yeah. But man, that I, I hear it and I'm on it. I'm yeah. like, nope. Well, ex- that's great. Because well, most people to. just sit idly by. No, you can't. And um, yeah. And, Friends, and, stop sitting idly by. And Jump in. Yes, and that's where we need the accomplices because mm-hmm. as a woman of as a black woman, um, it can get very exhausting and And not fair. And not fair. And you as a white woman will not experience white tears in the same way that I will. That's right. And that's right. Will not be expected to take care of white tears. Good point. The way that I am. Because Good the way point. I'm supposed to culturally take care of white tears is to change my argument. Uh-huh. Right. The example of it being when, I believe it's Tlaib, Senator Tlaib, mm-hmm. challenged um, the man during the hearing and was like, you're not suggesting because Trump had a black woman on his staff, essentially, that he's not racist. Mm-hmm. And basically she was calling out Trump's racism. And then essentially calling out the person who had this black staff member show up at the hearing, yeah, that that was a racist move. And then this white man lost his mind because she had accused him of being racist. And um, then he essentially had his version of white tears. Now, white tears is usually dedicated to white women. <laughs> um, white men have a different version of white tears, and he was full on in it. Yeah. And then um, John Lewis, a black senator, famous black senator, tried to get this woman to recant and basically backtrack mm-hmm. and essentially pull back on the fact that she was saying what he did was racist. Was racist. Right. And so all of that being said is the argument changes and it becomes about you need to affirm for me I'm not racist mm. versus the very valid point that she made. Right. You know? Yeah. But with a white person dynamic, it's a different conversation, which is why accomplices have to get in there. Yeah. 
Yeah, you are so you are so right about that. Yeah. And yeah, it really it it I think about this in a how can we help and how and we're always asking, what can I do? How yeah. do I make it better? Well, this is how we make it better. This is the only way. Yeah. I mean, there's really I mean, yeah, I could take you to lunch, but yeah. I mean no, and that I would be so nice for you. But like and let's do that. I love lunch. I would love to do that. Yeah. But it's not really going to fix the Systemic issues. White people need to talk to white people. You're so, we do. I mean, the truth is, is black people, people of color need to speak our truth. Yes. We need to. And we need to uphold that. Yes. And 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 signal boost it and not signal signal boost. boost. Love that. But um, the real conversations need to happen between white people. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I fully. And then white people need to be really brave to talk to black people and people of color and say things like, my son has facial blindness. And thanks your what's his name? Oh, oh Reggie. Yeah, to Reggie. <laughs> Which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, Reggie was really wonderful. So it's actually uh, a huge right. compliment right now. It's a huge compliment. <laughs> and sweet as hell. And you are probably also wonderful because. Well, and also, who knows? I mean, yeah. a friend of mine, Beth Wheeler, I interviewed her um, in the first season of Race Bait about transracial adoption. Mm. adoption. Oh, yes. And I remember she, that. Yes. yes. And she is raising two black boys that are adopted. And. Um, she just talked about how she built relationships with um, uh, a black family. And, I, I, and I'm going to butcher it a little bit, but I want to say it was some variation of one of her sons felt a connection to a black man in his family. Mm-hmm. And she could sense that. And she had the bravery to basically put herself out there to this family and invite, oh, her, yes, her wife was like, we should have them for dinner. Mm. And it was my friend Beth at first that was like, what, we can't, what, how are we gonna just, yeah. and they did, and now they've been lifelong friends since. Oh, I love Right? That. Yes. But what bravery That's to like invite huge. this black family that the son seems to have this connection to. That's amazing. Versus like, just not. Right. It, it, yeah, it's conversations that need to happen, and that is where I, I think it's interesting because I think I'm like, oh, well, let's just be really clear about my racism right here and now. I'm like, I can talk to the white people all day, but let me go talk to the... the well, there's the, that, too. It's the yes. two, it's, but, and it's, it's about what you're, how you're engaging with the black people and people of color, yeah. what that conversation is versus what that conversation is with the white person. Sure. And obviously, the conversation we're having with white people is going to be different. And the conversation that you're having with the person of color or black person is really more about staying open, vulnerable, listening for understanding, finding those opportunities, um, and taking those risks, mm-hmm. right? But it isn't about teach me, obviously, or oh my explain God. to me. or How exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can't even fathom it. I, I mean, I'm tired <laughs> listening for you yeah. to have to say everything you say. And I remember one time you said, I thought this was brilliant. Um, and the saddest part is I think it was actually all the white women that actually did what you said. Oh, no. As opposed to, like, you know, get it. You were like, this is exhausting work. So what I do is if somebody's asking the same question over oh, yeah, and yeah, again, yeah. I repost the same yes, answer. Yes, yes, First of all, it's a brilliant answer, and it's going to be seen over and over yes. and over again. And second of all, it's, it's less mental yes. exhaustion for totally. you. You know this what is I'm a, saying? This is a Facebook thread hack. Yes. If you are trying to do any kind of activism on Facebook and the thread grows and grows and grows, in particular, if people are responding to something you said, yes. it's come up with one answer and then just keep copy and pasting. Yeah. Yeah. As it opposed does. to getting into 
specialized, personalized conversations with each objector. Which is where all the exhaustion comes All in. of the right. energy gets yeah. lost. And, and I think that's brilliant. Yeah. I do think that... Uh, um, I think what would be actually smart would be like as Tanya and then you know said yes. and then quote you would yes. probably and be that, really helpful that. versus like here let me step in as this white person's I think either works yeah it's funny um, you probably were a part of this we there's this theater group for women mm-hmm. uh, uh, the women plus the, the theater yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. which started and everyone was like hurrah women theater and then somebody suggested something about intersectionality all hell broke loose yes. now this is a group that survived that yeah though, they did right and they're doing fairly well yeah. with it now and we changed the name to be more inclusive all of that i had um posted something at some point that this is when i sort of had that aha moment of like i'm just going to copy and paste this yeah. right but then i met accomplices through that Facebook page I have never met in person who aided me in supporting and signal boosting what I had said. And it was awesome. And these are women on their own who are white women on their own who are activists and on it and consistently posting really great stuff about race. Um, uh, And it's just really funny because I've never met them. But they they stepped in. See, I love that. Mm-hmm. There are people. There are people out there. Yeah, there are good and you people. can do that. You, you can, can do, do it. it. I love that. Yeah. Speaking of, um, and I, this may be going off the rails a little bit, but I just finished watching When They See Us. Oh, dear God. Yeah. I can't watch it. I was going to ask you yeah. if that was too hard for Well, this is what I realized. And so I initially had started it and put out a – and realized how difficult it was going to mm-hmm. be to watch. I then – sort of said on Facebook, do me a favor, will you watch it and help me bear witness? Mm. I need to take it really slow. Mm. And I hit a wall halfway through the second episode of the series and have not gone back since. And it kind of holds this weird, it's still in my queue on Netflix. I'm like, I can't. Then my husband and I ended up watching the documentary. Oh, you did? The Ken Burns documentary. Because <gasps> okay. I wanted a refresher. It was yes. a case I was familiar with. I yeah. wanted a refresher. What I, the aha realization I had was that um, I couldn't watch it dramatized. Oh, interesting. I needed it a bit more factually yeah. based. The men it happened to as adults are very featured in the documentary. And so that I realized... Um, was the best way for me to be reminded of the story. Um, and in a strange way, I think that it might be a story for folks who have no awareness mm-hmm. of the story, perhaps have more of an ability to detach from it. Um, I know it's been very powerful for a lot of black people to watch, but it's also been raucously difficult. And even Ava DuVernay, yeah. Ava DuVernay is like, take care of yourselves, I know. Yeah. And they had grief counselors on set. Good. So, yeah. Um, so I, thus far, have not completed. I don't think I'm going to finish it. Yeah, did you I, watch the whole thing? I did. It, it was, I, I'm going to tell you that I hear you. And yeah. I'm also, I love documentaries yeah. in general. Yeah. I enjoy them. Yeah. So uh, I, I didn't know there was one. Yes. I mean, I should have assumed. I mean, that yeah. was dumb of me. Yeah. But, uh, and I also really didn't know what I was about to watch. I just kept seeing everybody, everybody posting, posting. You got to see this. You got to see. I didn't realize it was from a, a true story until I was already part of the way through oh, it. Oh, which helps probably. And it was, I mean, it's it was, hard enough, right? Well, and what I thought it was was they had taken the idea of the story of what sure. had happened because I had heard about that. Yeah. I mean, that was that's pretty widely known. 
And then they had created a story around that. I did not realize we were literally telling a dramatic yes. retelling of the yeah. exact story of what happened. The Oprah then had them all on. Right. I've been hesitant to watch that. Yeah. And it's, I'll tell you, it's it's hard. It's I would say that's there are pieces in that that are actually even harder than than it's so than painful. It. It's so painful. I just feel like I think that, and I, I have to say, I think it is something that. Um, I mean, this sounds like more gauche than I guess I wanted to, but whatever. I think white people should watch it. I a hundred percent for agree. sure. I mean, that's why I watched it. Yeah, it was not easy. No, it was not easy. I'll put it to you this way. This is so terrible. But, like, I think it was so much harder for me to watch now. Yeah. Uh, not just because I'm a mom. Yeah. You know, and seeing – because there's a lot that focuses on the, the parents, as I think you – the little bit that you saw, you saw some of that. Yeah. So you see the mothers and you see how they're responding or whatever. So that piece of it. But then on the other side of it, where I am today, yeah. as far as, like, recognizing – <laughs> where I live in the world of, you know, sure, sure, racism sure, sure. and what I've done to uphold that and what I would have believed back then mm. and where I would have been like, but it says on a full-page ad that this... Ha well, and that's the thing. So the moment that broke it for me that I realized, oh, I don't think I can watch it, was around the time... Well, I got to the second episode, but in the first episode when the father yes. essentially tells the kid to say whatever they want because he doesn't want to lose his job. Yeah. Or, you know, basically yes. he sort of serves his kid back up to, which is all about systemic, the history of our story and the pain and choices parents felt they had to make in order, all of that. I was like, oh my God. And then, um, you know, the fact that it's revealed how Trump's role and the fact that he had then, re, you know, recently doubled down on it and still refuses to believe that they're innocent. I just, it felt too, you feel sort of trapped in the reality that nothing has changed yeah. from this. Yeah. And so it becomes almost unbearable mm -hmm. um, to witness. Uh, so, yes, I think any black person needs to take care of themselves yeah. and needs to, I mean, not that this is what's happening, but not feel in any way that they are not down for the cause if they choose not to watch it. But it was funny because I did. I had made this appeal for everybody to watch it. And then I was like, but I'm going to be over here. You're okay? right. <laughs> okay? Because I'm I actually not. I can't do it. Yeah. And that's okay. You know <laughs> but what? that's what, I, uh, you know, I've been on the podcast incredibly honest about those moments yeah. where, like, I, I think I, I had one episode where I was like, I'm going to have a voicemail where you can ask me anything oh, about yeah. race. And it literally lasted, like, a week. I was like, I'm gonna put myself in that position yeah, yeah and so it's just in real time constantly realizing like how to do self-care how to protect myself because um that's why I had the longest hiatus I think ever and I I love that you did that I and had to I I love that you did that and at the same time because I think your self-care was so necessary and yeah. how amazing for those of you I swear everybody really needs to listen to Tanya's take it's so good and she, she teaches so with so much joy and love oh my gosh, and thank you. With, with humor, but yet talks about the hard things. And she's, if you think I'm honest and authentic, you have no <laughs> idea. Like, it's one of the reasons I just love you so oh, much. I love I'm like, you. everybody needs to listen to this podcast. And, you know, I, I feel like I, there, I could definitely be doing more to, like, say that you're doing stuff oh, and like talk you. about it thank now you. that you're back on season two yes i'll make sure that i'll teach you how to instagram the signal boost on that <laughs> no <laughs> week I know. I know you talked about that on your last episode i'm, I'm like, like i have to teach you how to do that, that? <laughs> no, yeah. it's, it's very simple it's, it's very it's, cute though because my yeah. sister who was featured on um 
in my show in yeah. a segment called Sister Says, she has an um, art page. And um, she was sharing or trying to tag me with something, and she just hashtagged me. I'm like, oh, dear. <laughs> I need a little tutorial. Oh, my, oh my big God. sissy. It's very it's sweet. Adorable. It's so cute. It's so cute. I still got tagged somehow, but I thought it was really funny. That I'm like, oh, that's not how that works. That's not how you tried. <laughs> you tried. You're the baby of the family, right? I'm the baby. You're the baby. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yes. Well, then, okay, the selfish thing makes sense. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So well, kidding. It totally makes no, sense. No, it does. I mean, yeah, no. I, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, but it took me a long time. No, it probably not as long as you think. I don't know. You came around a lot faster. It did. In the book, at least, it sounds like you did. I officially can say I am not. I still don't like to share food, though. Oh, my gosh. Don't. <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm also someone, I'm like, don't touch me when I'm eating. Oh, my God. I don't want to. Yes. I, I, I don't have that. <laughs> the other thing, conversely, is um, everybody has to share their food with me. Oh, uh, well, yeah, you have worst. to try everybody's stuff. I'm the worst. <laughs> <That's> the best. <laughs> Poor Bill. <laughs> I'm like, can I taste that? Sure. Can I taste yours? No. no. <laughs> you won't like it. <laughs> John will on purpose sometimes oh. get, like, meat that you won't like. Oh, right, because you're vegetarian. <laughs> it's really like, wrong. It's really it's wrong. It's a great yeah. inequity. Yeah. What it's can good. we do? What it's are you going to do? I love it. I love it. I love this. I love you. Oh, I love you. I, I cannot thank you enough for being I, a guest. I was thrilled I like, to do it. Seriously, this was, I, it was such a long... And, you were the very first person I thought about that I wanted on this podcast oh. when I thought about expanding it into being more of like guests. Well, I'm so thrilled with what you're doing. I was so excited when you were doing the initial tease that you were going to be rolling something out yeah. and then it came out and you're doing such great stuff and I listen every week I love and you for that. have my little internal conversations with you. <laughs> Some of the things I feel like you've been kind of hard on yourself. Yeah. I got to say, okay. not, no, not in your thorough Honesty. Yeah. I just mean in some of the things that you're sort of critical of yourself mm-hmm. about. Um, but I got you. You're a rock star. Thank you. Yeah. I love you. And okay, so I'm I'm probably gonna tag this later, but I want to make sure that I say it. Uh, please listen to Tanya's take. She knows her stuff. She's amazing. She does. You say you you're not gonna do the heavy lifting, but. Un- I hate to say it, you do. You do a lot of heavy lifting. Well, thank you. And yeah. a friend reminded me of that, and it was a real moment. She's like, um, she's a big wig, right? And she's like, okay, I put on plays. You are like freaking, and it just helps it's remind true. me, like, we're all working really hard, mm-hmm. and there's the extra level of, like, sort of the emotional. I hope you know that the stories that you're telling, even the everything from the stuff that happens to you or the people that you bring yeah. on and the stuff that you, it is all part of that creative world. Yeah. And you are still telling stories. And yeah. I'm so glad you're back for season two. Thank you. It me makes too. me so excited me that I'm going to be able to listen to you yeah, again yeah, yeah, yeah. every week or every other week or it's however. Such a it is joy. Yeah, like I think it'll be bi weekly. I think that's great. Yeah. And, uh, Although yeah, I have an episode, I think it, it will be coming out this week. So this is the second round for the month so the, okay. my episode's coming out so funny week. me you were like launching all of this bonus stuff, I know and I'm like you might as well just make a <laughs> well, what's what going said. on like, <laughs> I know I was like I can't stop posting bonus episodes so, I, but I just waited I waited for, that's why I, I, my last episode season one was April something yeah and I didn't come back until a week ago I, I just needed okay. all that time good good yeah. I'm glad you took it because yeah. it sounds like you're refreshed and yes. you're where you need to be and yeah I mean, podcasts take hiatuses all the time. Uh, totally. There's, and, you know, no. it's like ultimately we're doing it for ourselves, right? Oh, right. And hoping that it's affecting. And, and so resonating with if others. we're not listening to ourselves, there's no point. Oh, my gosh, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I better be entertaining to myself. Yeah, right? <laughs> no. This is my 
self-care. It really is yeah. sometimes. I love know? it too. Yeah. And then, and I'm like, I'm editing an episode and it's like, it's just, it's my happy place. Yeah, me too. You I know? love it. And, and for me to get to come and talk to other people is yeah. actually what, what I want to do with this podcast yes. much more. So yeah. I'm really enjoying this experience. Cool. So. Well, maybe you'll come back and be a guest again. A recurring. Who knows? Love it. A recurring guest oh, on my I podcast. I would love it. I'd and love I love that. you. And thank you so much. I love that. You're the best. <laughs> hey, friends. Thanks again for listening to Acting Up with Allie Goodman. I am so grateful for all of you for taking this journey with me. I can't thank Tanya enough for her amazing input and insight and frank discussion about race and racism and humor and really open and vulnerable and authentic conversation. I mean, that's who Tanya is. I know that you have loved her. I've heard from many of you already telling me that part one was a great episode and you were very excited for part two. So I really hope that we delivered. Uh, No, I know we did. And please make sure that you find Tanya's podcast. It's so worth your time. It's so worth learning more than even you think you know. I can't begin to tell you how much insight and how accessible Tanya's take is I mean it really is her take but it's so accessible and there's so much to gain from what she says so please find Tanya's take on Podbean on Instagram and on Facebook and it's Tanya T-A-N-I-A Tanya's take all right that's it for this week Uh, I sort of give you the outro and the intro about where to find me But once again, please rate and review us. It really helps people find this podcast. It really helps for us to show up. And if you don't want to do that, which is totally fine, tell your friends. Tell your friends about this podcast. Share the episodes with people. I think there's so many more people that are searching for this kind of content because I know I was I was not the only one and when I talked to other moms and other people who had gone through this and had navigated it alone they all were like that's yeah I really wish I'd had that whether it's an actor uh, a mom or anyone else and especially in an episode like this there's so many so much more we can teach and so much more we can all learn thank you all for taking the journey I really appreciate all of you and uh Remember, take it one day at a time, one minute at a time, sometimes one second at a time, and just hang in there, friends. We're all in this together. 